back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Pickets, your Friday, June 28th edition. Got a big 14-gamer on tap for you tonight. Hope everybody had a good Thursday. It was ugly, as we stated, but I uh, opened up the FSD Slack chat this morning, and Jason Roth took down 1000 bucks. so third place in the tournament. He was in very good stuff there. He stacked Coors, and Coors goes off. Especially on a four-game slate, you better have played them. And that was kind of the dilemma we talked about last night. It was uh, one of those deals, but good on Jason. Good stuff there. And again, we've got a big 14-gamer to break down for you tonight. Should be a fun one as we get at it. Of course, if you could, if you want to join the FSD Slack chat, just hit us up. Uh, DM at FantasyDGens on Twitter. They'll get you in there. If not, come join us at thequantedge.com. Great fantasy tools, great articles, great member Discord you got baseball loud and cracking, and you got football on its way. A lot of best ball content out there right now. And if you want $10 off the rest of the MLB season package, use promo code Bubba and get it for $74.99. Or get a first month of all sports for $19.99. So come check it out at thequantedge.com. Lastly, if you can give a rating and review on iTunes, would mucho appreciate it. would help a ton, and it just takes you a couple minutes out of your day. Really, really would appreciate it. So, with that being said, let's get into this 14-gamer. The totals on this slate. And again, it's just 14 games for those this weekend. Yankees, Red Sox, London. That's where you'll be the next two days. They'll be in London. They have a 110 Eastern game on Saturday and a 1010 Eastern game on Sunday. So, doubt it'll be on the Sunday slate. It'll probably be on the early um, Saturday slate. I'd imagine they'd have a showdown Sunday for it because it's in England. But beware of that one. Uh, big ballpark, not deep to center, but deep everywhere else, and tons of foul territory, so it should help with some pitching there. But back to Friday's 14-gamer. You got Cleveland at Baltimore, total of 9. Royals-Blue Jays, 9.5. Braves-Mets, 7.5. Cubs-Reds, 9. Phillies-Marlins, 8. Rangers-Rays, 8.5. Nats-Tigers, 10.5. Twins-White Sox, waiting on that one. That'll be pretty high. Uh, Pirates, Brewers, 10.5. Mariners, Astros, waiting on that one. That eh, should be a mediocre one. Dodgers, Rockies, Coors Field, 11.5. A's, Angels, waiting on that one. Cardinals, Padres, 8.5. D-backs, Giants, 8. So you have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 totals above 9 or more. And some pretty good pitching. So this is a fun slate. This is a good one. It's a lot of games, so a lot can happen. And we'll get to that in the pitching here. But also a lot of really good um, opportunities to get some good pitchers and some good bats, which we have not been able to do in quite some time. All right, starting it out with the pitching. Your highest price guy is Jacob DeGrom. 11200 at home against the Atlanta Braves. DeGrom's really starting to figure it out of late. 23, 35, 24, 25, 23. A hiccup and 24 and a half. Really good stuff with DeGrom of late. He's averaging uh, 26 and a half points per game in his two starts against the Atlanta Braves this season. He's been very, very good striking them out at will. Braves strike out 21% of the time versus right-handed pitching. DeGrom almost a 31% strikeout rate. Lots to like there. And Atlanta's got the lowest team total of 3.5. So DeGrom is obviously in play if you want to pay up. Really good spot. I just don't know if you'll need to on this slate when you want to get bat certain bats in your lineup. But DeGrom, you might, that might mean you get DeGrom at low ownership. So keep that in mind. But DeGrom, very much in play tonight. But Jose Barrios, $400 cheaper at 10.8 is a play I really like. You know, he's been better at home than on the road, but still averaging 18 DraftKings points on the road. And he's, uh, he's faced Chicago White Sox once this year, six and two-thirds, nine hits, one and four Ks for 18.4. I'd expect more Ks from him going forward in this one. He's got six or more Ks in at least 10 straight starts. He's been very, very, very good of late, 20-plus points in like seven of those 10 starts. Lots to like there with Jose Barrios uh, in Chicago. A team that strikes out 25% of the time versus right-handed pitching 
Their offense is a mess. Every once in a while, it can do something. But as a whole, they have a 311 Woba and a 159 ISO. First right-handed pitching, and Berrios has been very good. Lefty's hitting 300, righty's only 292. So when you look at Berrios at 10-8, he's a really good pivot off of Jacob DeGrom. The uh, flashy name that everybody loves, you know, the defending National League Cy Young Award winner. You could drop down 400 bucks and get some uh, Jose Berrios just fine without an issue in place. If you want to get even cheaper and even more contrarian, Lance Lynn is 10100 bucks. Lance Lynn has been very, very good, averaging over 19 points per game on the road. He has 17-6 or higher in uh, nine straight starts. He's got 20, basically 20 or higher in eight of those nine. He's been very, very good, very, very consistent. Uh, a race team that's struggling of late. They strike out 23% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Lynn striking out 26% of the batters he faces with a 42% ground ball rate. And when you look at Tampa Bay, a 4.5 team total. Uh, they have a 337 Woba and a 191 ISO versus Riders, which is very, very good. But that's for the most part earlier this season. They have been quiet with the sticks. I uh, did a bench with Bubba episode 183 with our buddy Ron Rigney from the Nasty Cast yesterday. And he's a big Rays guy. And we talked a bit about him. And he's, he's concerned about that offense right now and how they need to get things going. Uh, lefties on the year hitting 289. Righties 293 versus Lance Lynn. So Lynn... I think of these guys that are 10K and above will be the lowest owned. Then it goes Barrios, then it goes uh, DeGrom. So I think Lens gives you some leverage in a big, big way if you want to spend up on this slate. As we stay on the 9K and above range, Mike Clevenger's coming back off the IL with a sprained ankle. He occurred in his first uh, start back. His first start back was not great at Texas, but it is at Texas because prior to that, the dude was just dealing, absolutely dealing on the season, but um, we'll have to see what he has here. It's a phenomenal matchup against Baltimore. Phenomenal. Baltimore kind of strikes out 24% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Uh, Clev's been great. You know, we know what Clev is. He, he was awesome before he got hurt. I think he's going to be just fine now that he's back. Hopefully, uh, you have a, uh, a Baltimore team with a team total of just below four. It's the fourth lowest on the slate. Lefty's 262. Righty's 236 versus Clev. And Baltimore, 300 Woba, a 168 ISO. Unless we hear something saying Clevenger's on a pitch count or whatever, if he's good to go, which he should be, because he was good to go before his last start. If he's good to go, Clevenger at 96 against Baltimore is outstanding. That's a top-of-the-line type play in this situation. And the last guy above 9K that I'll mention here, it's a steep price tag for him. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. But Merrill Kelly at the Giants is going to be supremely low-owned. He's faced the Giants twice this year, 11 in the third innings, 10 hits, 2 earned, 13 Ks, averaging 22 points per appearance. Against the Gigantes. He has struggled on the road this season, but his last couple of road starts 29 5 at Philly, 20.8 at Toronto. Uh, he has 21 or more points in four of his last five. He's been very, very good. And again, dominating the Giants. He's in San Francisco, a Giants offense that's just dreadful. They strike out over 22% of the time versus righties. Kelly's not a big strikeout guy. He strikes out the Giants. That shows you how the Giants offense is because Kelly on the season, a 19.6% K rate, which is not good at all. But he's, he's got way more than 1K printing against the Giants this year. About 41% ground ball rate. Lots to like there. The Giants have a 4.05 team total uh, with a 298 Woba and a 164 ISO versus right-handed pitching. So Kelly, if you want a really contrarian play, because he's more expensive than normal, but he's got definite 20-point upside against the Giants at 9,100, and no one will own him this evening. So recapping your pitching at 9K and above, i got Barrios 1, Clevenger 2, Lance Lynn 3, uh, DeGrom 4, Merrill Kelly 5, and I only have DeGrom 4 because I'm looking at this other guy's price, basically points per price, points per dollar type deal. I like their upside just as much as DeGrom, or at least equivalents on the points-wise. 
and you can save some cash. Like DeGrom's obviously the guy that can get you that 30-point game a lot easier than some of these other guys. So if you want to go for the biggest ceiling, you go to Jacob DeGrom. That's plain, simple, that's game theory. But if you want to save some cash, like you go from DeGrom to Clevenger, you're saving, what, 1600 bucks. That's a lot of money when you have Coors on the slate and some other big totals. If you go to DeGrom to Lynn, you're saving 1100 bucks. That's Those are little things that are big. And if you go all the way to Kelly, if you want to get really weird, that's 2100 bucks. Um, Kelly, I have fifth just because he's got a phenomenal matchup against the Giants. But I think his ceiling is no higher than like 24 or 25, which is still outstanding. I'd take that right now if you signed me up for it. But uh, these other guys have like 30-point ceilings. And that's the difference in these games. Like Clevenger on the year, his first two starts, before he got hurt, he was over 30 in both starts. Uh, he's 9600 bucks, Assuming he's healthy, a Baltimore team that strikes out a lot, lots to like in that. So really interesting stuff with the pitching. It's nice, unlike lately, to have options like this. You can navigate. You can differentiate. Uh, you can play the ownership games if you want and have guys with very similar, similar floors and pretty good ceilings at 9K and above. All right, in the 8K range, Wade Miley, 8600 bucks. I love using Wade Miley at home. Uh, some people don't like splits. Wade Miley follows the splits to a T. And, you know, this will probably be the start he doesn't after I just said that. But on the season, seven starts at home, a 191 ERA, averaging almost 22 DraftKings points. Nine road starts, a 494 ERA, 10.3 points. It's very, very cut and dry. Last few home starts, Baltimore 22-7, Cubs 25-6, Boston 27-9, Texas 25-1. He's been very, very good at home. And now he gets the Seattle Mariners team, which, you know, had a pretty good weekend or a three-game series there in Milwaukee, but at the same time um, is exposable, especially from the left side of the plate. Uh, they strike out almost 25% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Miley, 21% K rate. More importantly, a 51% ground ball rate. When you look at the Seattle Mariners, a team with a, um, a, a 327 Wobo and 187 ISO versus lefties, this is not bad. That's pretty good. But uh, on the season, lefties are at 263, righties only 281 versus Wade Miley. So Miley at 8600 bucks, very, very good play at home against the Mariners. Sonny Gray, GPP only. Uh, we've seen we've seen Sonny put some consistently good upside-type games together. I just don't know if you want to do this. He's in Great American Small Park. He gets against the Cubs, so he's going to go zero-owned pretty much. Very, very low-owned. He's been good at home this year. Uh, against the Cubs, he's faced them once this year. Five innings, three earned, seven Ks for 16.3. It's not bad. It's just very up and down. His last few home starts, 21-7 against Texas, 11-7 against the Nats, 25-3 against Pittsburgh, 16-3 against the Cubs. So that Cubs start was in Great American Small Park. So it's more of a GPP, very low ownership type play because if you're going to play Coors or some other given, it's a 14-game slate, so the ownership will spread a little bit. So you don't have to worry about ownership as much tonight. But if you play a guy like Sonny Gray, that really gives you one of those leverage deals. And if he comes through, you're huge. But it's riskier. That's why it's a leverage play there. But he's in play at 7,700. Uh, the other guy who'll probably be popular, and I get it, is Anibal Sanchez at 7,400 at the Detroit Tigers. Really good spot here for Anibal. Uh, for average of 14 in the game on the road. He hasn't shown the huge ceiling. About four starts back, he put up 21. He had 30 at Atlanta. But for the most part, he hangs around 15. But... What I call that is a good floor with upside, especially as a Detroit Tiger team that you can take advantage of. We know the Tigers strike out almost 26% of the time. First right-handed pitching. Animal's a minus 150 road favorite in this matchup. So a lot to like there with Animal Sanchez, who um, strikes out 21% of the batters he faces and limits the hard contact to 30%. Uh, Detroit, when we take a look at the Tigers, they do have a 4.9 team total. 
Uh, lefties hit 358 off Sanchez. Righties only 283. But the Tigers a 292 Woba, which is really bad. And a 159 ISO versus right-handed pitching. So Animal at 74 at that price point. You know, can give up a couple runs. Rack up the strikeouts. That's the biggest thing facing this Detroit team. The strikeouts are there, making a guy like Animal Sanchez very much in play. So in your 7 and 8K range, I got Wade Miley 1, Animal Sanchez 2, Sunny Gray 3. Now when we drop below 7K, it gets a bit dicey. John Means coming back from the IL. He's been very, very hit and miss this year, but at home averaging 15 points per game. He's got a 1.83 ERA at home this season. Uh, been very, very good. He got um, he did he pitched well against Boston his last time out, so got two Ks, which is weird for John Means because prior to that, seven, five, seven, four, usually at least four with upside in the strikeout department for John Means, and that gives him 18, you know, 20 plus point upside, which we've seen a lot with Means. So 6,800 bucks against the Cleveland Indians team that's sure heating up a little bit. I'm not going to say they're not, but they strike out 21% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Uh, means limits to hard contact, good strikeout rate, good swinging strike rate, decent ground ball rate. A lot of good things there. Uh, Cleveland does have a team total of five. Lefties hit 284, righties 317 off of Means. So it's not like it's a gimme. That's why it's 6800 bucks. But when it comes to punts, not a bad play at all. Another one to look at is Eliezer Hernandez, the Miami Marlins, $6,500 at home against the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, he's faced the Phillies once this year, his last time out, five innings, four hits, three earned, six Ks in Philadelphia for 14 points. He has six or more Ks in three straight starts, and all three of his starts, essentially six or more Ks. Basically, has 14 or more points in all three starts at Philly, at St. Louis, home versus St. Louis. Now he's home versus Philly, so he gets to try this, this test all over again. And you knock on wood, so far, so good. Uh, Philadelphia strikes out 23% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Eliasar, 24% K rate, 40% ground ball rate. Gives you a little bit of leverage there, and it's in Miami, which is a big upgrade from pitching in Philadelphia. Uh, you got a Phillies team with a team total of 4.25. Lefties hitting 382. Righties 181 off Eliasar Hernandez. And you, when you look at that um, Phillies lineup, they do have a handful of lefties that are very good, but... In that ballpark, that could help him a ton. And as a punt play at 65, he's worth a look. A couple others I'll just kind of briefly go through here. Michael Walk is 5900 bucks at the Padres. Good ballpark to pitch in. Padres offense has been pretty good of late. Uh, he's faced Padres once this year, five and two-thirds, one and seven Ks for 18 points. Better on the road than at home. Uh, it's just with Walk, it's like 19 9 1.6, 21, 10.1, 10.6, 0.5. 12.5. It's a roller coaster with Michael Waka. So keep that in mind, but at 59, has a little bit of upside there. Daniel Norris, a little bit of upside as well of late. 15, 14, 5, 14, you know, 12, 6, 13, 16, even put a 20 spot in there. He's showing some upside. Um, not a huge play, but a 57 gives you some wiggle room. And then Jalice Chassin at 5K. Lefties hit him very well, and the Pirates can put a big lefty lineup out there if they choose. He faced Pittsburgh three starts ago, two and two-thirds, seven earned, minus 10 points. So he's 5K, I just wanted to mention him. But those three guys at the bottom, Waka, Norris, Chassin, I can hear arguments for. Just be careful. That's all I can say is be very, very careful if you choose to go that route. So down below, I got Means 1, uh, Eliezer, Hernandez 2, and then the combo of Waka, Norris, Chassin, pick your poison. So recapping your pitching real quick. Up top, Barrios, Clevenger, Lynn, Kelly, DeGrom. Again, if you have questions on this, I'll be in the Slack chat. I'll be in the member Discord. I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. I can help you out there throughout the day. 
uh, in the middle, Miley Sanchez Gray. I will definitely have a Miley Sanchez lineup. I will go there to somewhat punt the pitching. And then uh, Means, Eliezer Hernandez. I like Means a lot. It, we know Means can get blown up. Cleveland, maybe they'll wake up. They're in Baltimore. Good Paul Bark to hit in. A lot can happen there. I like the upside, the strikeout upside with Means, though. So I think I'll have some of him as well. But Animal at 74 is a good punt if you don't want to go into the 6K range. Gives you a little bit of wiggle room when it comes to that. Okay, a little water. Let's get the bats on this slate. Catcher's position. Uh, you got guys like Wilson Contreras, who's red hot, a great American small park at 52. But I'd start with a guy like Yasmani Grandal, 4,900 versus Chris Archer. Lots to like there with Grandal. Brewers have been pretty cold, but Chris Archer can be just the man they need to get things going. Uh, Kurt Suzuki at 43, Roberto Perez at 42. Both from the right side of place against Daniel Norris and uh, Means. Very good stuff there. Suzuki over Perez for me. But both in play if you choose to go that route. Um, you got Austin Barnes likely not starting for the Dodgers. But if he is, he's 3,900 versus Sensatella. That's got a little bit of upside for you there. Uh, Jason Castro at 37 versus Fulmer. And the rest of the White Sox pitching will be very, very fun for the Twins today as the wind is blowing out to left field in Chicago. It's like that game's blowing out to left at 10 miles an hour. And then Washington at Detroit's blowing in from right field about 11. That's about all you got to worry about there. There's another reason why Anibal Sanchez and Daniel Norris have a little bit of upside. The weather is in their favor. A few other catching options. Uh, Carson Kelly's went deep last night for the D-backs. He's 37 versus Sean Anderson. Uh, if Will Smith gets to start for the Dodgers, 3,600 in Coors versus Sensatella is a very good play. Very, very good value play at the catcher's position because Sensatella is horrific. The Dodgers went off last night. There's a very healthy chance. This is Captain Obvious stuff, guys. This is why you tune in. Very good chance they go off again. Uh, if you want a value play, Francisco Mejia, $3,300 for the Padres. Talked about him on Bench with Bubba yesterday. He's uh, started six of the last seven games for the, for the Padres. He's getting you you know five or more points in most of those games. He's got a couple 21, 16-point upsides, a couple home runs. He's hitting well over 300 in those six starts. Uh, he's taking he's taking the reins, and we talked about uh, the inconsistencies of Michael Walker. When you look at the lefties, three hundred five, righties, three ninety five on the season, but lefties can't hit Walker. Mejia at thirty three, he's got that power upside in that matchup if you choose to go there. Other than that, you know, like Johnny Lucroy at thirty one is always a a cheaper option. I'll look at uh, if Jan Gomes gets the start instead of Suzuki. Gomes is only twenty nine hundred versus Daniel Norris. That's a very good price tag as well. Uh, Martin Maldonado at only twenty seven. So some of the usual suspects down below if you choose to go that way. And then um, I saw, I think I saw day-to-day. Tucker Barnhart's day-to-day at 26. So if he's out with the lefty Cole Hamels on the mound, you might get a cheap Kirk Casale or something like that. First base position, you know, Muncie and Coors is a great play for Sensatella. No hiding that. But Josh Bell's 100 bucks cheaper. He hit a monster oppo taco yesterday in Houston. Like I was watching quick hits or uh, Quick pitch last night. This is quick hits. Quick pitch last night, and it was impressive. Uh, the dude is having a hell of a season, and the way he he knocked that one to uh, the left center in Houston, that was a big boy home run. 5,500 versus Chassin. Chassin's a guy you know you can pick on from the left side of the plate on this season alone. Lefty's hitting 386, righty's 322. So it's at least Chassin, really, really good spot for Josh Bell, and a lot of the Pirates can be a, a nice pivot play tonight. Carlos Santana, Red Hawk, got elected to his first start in the All-Star game. Coming from the right side of plate, Risk Means is in play. I'd try to go to Josh Bell or probably go cheaper, but Santana is worth a look. You got Howie Kendrick, who crushes lefties. He's 5K versus Daniel Norris. 
Don't hate that at all. Washington, a 5-6-3 total. Lefty's 337. Righty's 341 off Norris. I got Anthony Rizzo in Great American Small Park. Really good look for you there. Um, Garrett Cooper, GPP only at 44 versus Velasquez. I don't hate it because Velasquez is either really good or gets his shit uh, hit all around the ballpark. So you can definitely take a look there. Uh, Lefty's hitting 358. Righty's 327 off Vinny V. So keep that in mind. Uh, Jay, Jay Bruce mentioned lefties versus LEA. Sorry, you can go there. Reese Hoskins should just fire if you're fading Hernandez. You can. It's just as much as the Phillies can go off on LEA. Sorry, I get it. I 100% get it. On a 14 game slate, there's point. There's times to get weird, and I just don't feel this is the time. I could be totally wrong. That's baseball in a nutshell. I just think there's so many other spots. Like if I had to rank stacks, Phillies would probably be outside the top 10, or they'd be really close to 10. That's just how I feel because ballpark, like they might score three or four, but on a slate like this, that's not going to do it. I could be totally wrong. You guys could all MF me if you want afterwards, but that's just the way I feel on this kind of slate. That's They're just not a game changer. Like one-offs, yes, that's fine. Two-man stack if you have to, okay. Full-on stack with the Phillies, not feeling it tonight. Uh, Eric Hosmer versus Waka in a cash game at 43. I don't hate that at all. Uh, Beatty, Matt Beatty, the Dodgers and Coors. If he uh, if he's in the lineup, forty two hundred bucks, a really good price tag in that matchup um, to get a little piece of Coors for cheap. Uh, Matt Olson versus uh, Ramirez and Pena of L A. Olson just keeps crushing it. Another home run last night. The dude's getting it in and getting it in often. So really good stuff there. Fourteen three and nineteen in his last three. Lots of power there from Olson. Uh, Pena gives up a lot of fly balls. So forty one hundred, good value play in that scenario. Uh, Justin Bohr at 4K, not bad if you need to go there. But the farther down you look, you know, Neil Walker at 38 is not sexy, but versus Vinny V as a punt, you could look at it. Uh, Yuli Gurriel versus Tommy Malone at 37 is a decent punt in that situation. Uh, Chester Cuthbert at 36 versus Reed Foley is an okay punt. These aren't great plays. I try to stay up. Brandon Belt at 34, I could see. He went deep yesterday. If Kelly's off, he could get a couple knocks there at 3,400. They've had him leading off lately. So that's got a little bit of appeal. But I try to stay 4K or higher at first base tonight, if you can. Second base, Muncie, again, great play. You got Cattell Marte versus Sean Anderson. Really good look there. Cattell starting in the All-Star game. Uh, Lourdes Gurriel's up to 5,200. We love us some Lourdes, but man, paying 52 is like puta. 37, 8, 17, 13. The dude's been lights out good, but $5,200. He's not going to be owned, I'll tell you that much. He will be extremely low owned. The the Blue Jays have a 4.9 total. Lefty's 362, righty's 361 on Danny Duffy. It's a great, great spot for Lourdes Gurriel Jr. No hiding that at all. But who the, that's a uh, that's a price tag, folks. Price bump is what they call that. Uh, Danny Santana is okay. I, if you're going to pay up for Santana, just pay for Gurriel. That's there. But you got Howie Kendrick at 5K. Moustakis at 49 versus Archer is very nice. Milwaukee has been such a humongous letdown of late. Humongous letdown, but this is another good spot for them to kind of get their, their stuff together. Currently, 5.7 total, second highest on the slate. We still have a few more totals to get, but I don't see any of the totals we're waiting for. <laughs> Probably passing them. Lefty's 369, righty's 382 versus Archer. This could be a get-right spot for Milwaukee, who's been ice cold. They've been really, really bad over the last you know week to two weeks. So keep an eye on Moose at 49. That's a nice, a nice price tag there. Kevin Newman is up to 4,900 for Pittsburgh. He went deep leading off yesterday to extend his hitting streak to 17 games for the Pittsburgh Pirates. 
Lots to like with Newman. 24, 32, 3, 14. The dude's very, very good. A little more cash game than GPP, but man, he's getting it done against Chassin at 49. Steep price tag, but uh, in play as Pittsburgh is a very good stack that'll go very, very low owned against Jalise Chassin. Uh, Jeff McNeil at 45 continues to be cash game relevant. Keston Hira got the call back for the Milwaukee Brew Crew. He's 4,400 tonight against Aaron uh, against Chris Archer. So he's in play if you want to go there. The kid's just been crushing it in the minors, crushing it. Uh, Jason Kipnis, probably not tonight, but uh, keep him in mind for the weekend. Ozzy Albies, GPP only just because of his price tag versus DeGrom. And DeGrom will give up some wild contact from time to time. So keep that on your list. Tommy Listella at only 4K versus Fires is in play. Adam Fraser at 39 versus Chassin is a cheaper piece of Pittsburgh. Not the worst. Luis Arias of Minnesota. But Jose Altuve is only 3,900 versus Tommy Malone. They're going to continue to misprice Altuve. Continue to enjoy him because he will be popping off soon enough. Still averaging 7 points over his last 10. 6, 5, 5, 21, 5, 11, 7. Couple huge games, five point floor, good cash at 39 with some upside. So I don't hate that against a guy like Tommy Malone, who's been good this year. But uh, Altuve does hit lefties extremely well. So keep him in mind at that price point. Uh, a couple others you can look at as you slide on down. Maybe D. Gordon if you're desperate. Uh, I wouldn't be running to play that. Uh, Rugnan Odor to GPP only. You could look that direction, but not a ton down here at this point in time. Luis Ringifo at 34, I don't mind at all. It's second base shortstop versus Mike Fires. Uh, he's been playing well. He went three for four last night with two rebounds. Uh, playing pretty good there off and on for the Halos. So I don't mind him at 34 if you choose to punt. Third base, Rendon versus Norris at 52 is outstanding. Very good stuff there. You got Arenado in Coors versus Ryu. We love Arenado versus lefties, especially in Coors. Not the easiest of uh, of moves, but uh, very intriguing. Probably lower owned than usual against Hungjin Ryu. Colorado's got a five t- total just above five because Ryu's been pitching that damn good. So you're going to get some low owned rocks tonight in that matchup. Uh, Justin Turner at only 5K versus Sensatella is great. Mentioned Mustakas already. Eduardo Escobar's got some leverage there versus uh, Sean Anderson as well. But like Alex Bregman, kind of getting it going at 4,700, averaging over eight points in his last 10. Again, facing Tommy Malone has been very good this year. Eventually, you got to imagine Houston's going to wake up, but they've been just like Milwaukee. They've been absolutely dreadful, dreadful stuff when it comes to the Astros of late. you got Matty Chapman at 45, Scott Kingry at 44, both in play for you this evening. Uh, Hunter Dozier at 43, hits righties extremely well. Reed Foley's making his return to the Toronto Blue Jays uh, rotation. Kansas City at 4.16 total on the season. Lefties right at 494, righties 332 off of uh, Sean Reed Foley. So Hunter Dozier at 43 and the Royals will be an interesting play tonight. Could have some upside for you there. But Colin Moran, our boy, is $4,200, doing it again. You know, he had a really, really hot streak. Kind of cooled down a little bit, but 9-8 and eight in his last two. $4,200 for his Chassin is a good value with some upside there with Colin Moran. I like that quite a bit if you want to save some cash. Same with Brian Anderson at 4K against Vinny V. When you go down, you got Eugenio Suarez. Cole Hamill's been outstanding we got Eugenio at home versus a lefty at 37. That's a good GPP play for you right there. A little bit of punt action in that one. And you got Vladito, who the price tag just keeps going down on. Where did you go? I just saw you, little fella. Uh, Vladito's down to 3,400 versus Danny Duffy. 3,400. If you're not going to play him at 34, I don't know what you're doing with him. But uh, I, I'm not saying I'm going to be all in on him. But that's a hell of a price tag and a hell of a matchup for Vladito, who's still hitting towards the top of that Toronto lineup. So don't sleep on him. 
I know he's been ice, ice cold, but at that price point for a guy that's got double dong upside, not cash, but GPP, just something to keep in mind. He's not a must play, but don't. If you're looking for a value play, punt with Vladito. Don't go punt with Luis Ringifo, stuff like that. Pick your punts with upside, not just like, oh, well, they're okay. Vladito, as many zeros as he's putting up, has 30-plus point upside when he goes deep twice in a great matchup against freaking... Um, I can't remember who's facing now because I'm all revved up here. Uh, 3,400. He's facing. Where'd you go? Where did you go? God, I'm freaking blocked. Because I'm at the shortstop, Bubba. You know, five in the morning, I'll get this for you guys. Um, he's facing Danny Duffy, who can give up a lot of power to right handed pitching. So keep that in mind. Shortstop position, Fernando Tatis Jr. is playing great. You got Chris Taylor's up to 54 in Coors, but he's kind of earned it right now. Trey Turner, a really good spot at 53. I kind of like that the most of these 5K and above guys. Uh, Frenchie Lindor's not bad, but Trey Turner, more GPP relevant up top for me. Mentioned Kevin Newman at 49 already. Mentioned Bregman. Jorge Polanco at 46 is a great play versus Fulmer and the rest of that Chicago pitching staff. I like that Polanco price tag quite a bit to save some cash. I got J.P. Crawford at 43. You got Paul DeYoung at 43. Both interesting plays there. I'd probably try to get up to Jorge Polanco if I could, but both... Not bad looks. Uh, Gene Segura kind of heating up at 41. Don't hate that at all. If you want to go that direction. Uh, you got Marcus Simeon and Andrelton Simmons, both 3,900 for some savings at the position. Nico Goodrum, if you aren't using Animal Sanchez. Nico's 3,700 bucks. Very streaky, GPP only, but a little bit of power upside in that matchup versus Animal. Uh, other shortstops, Willie Adamas at, at 34 is a good punt. Jose Iglesias at 34 is in play as a punt. Uh, Dylan Moore of Seattle, if he's in the lineup at 34, is okay. Luisa Gringifo is probably my favorite punt down here at 34. So check your lineups, uh, preferably pay up at the position. Nick Ahmed, 33, went deep yesterday. So there are going to be punts at the shortstop position, just not sexy at all. Not Vlad Jr. type punts. Outfield position, Cody Bellinger at 6K, and that's probably too cheap against Antonio Sensatella and Coors. Cody Bellinger should probably be $7,000. Like, if you can play Cody Bellinger, you play Cody Bellinger. That simple. Don't have to listen to a podcast for that one. Christian Yellick in a great spot here as well. Blackman's interesting versus Ryu. Very interesting. Like Jock Jams at 56 is outstanding. And with all that being said, Mike Trout will be overlooked at 5500 bucks, And he's Mike freaking Trout. One for four with the ribeye last night. You know, he's been quiet lately. Four, three, eight, five. But prior to that, was just on that monster tear. Mike Fires might help Mike Trout with that. Uh, when you look at... Fires and company. Lefty's 304. Righty's 353 off Mike Fires. And for those that don't know, Mike Trout's like the best player, maybe, of our, well, definitely of my generation, maybe of all time. The dude is a freaking beast. Uh, I could tell Marte, Lurie Scurriel Jr. talked about them already. Max Kepler, he's back. 5100 versus Fulmer is a very good price tag at that point. Juan Soto at 51, I like a lot as well. He went deep yesterday. His lefties extremely well. We'll go overlooked. So, I've always said it like you, the alpha position is so loaded. You can differentiate differentiate your lineups a lot when it comes to the outfield position. I think that's a big way to go about differentiating things. So something to keep in mind there. A few others. Joey Gallo doubled long yesterday. He's 49 versus Torinos. But Alex Verdugo and only 49 in Coors. And don't sleep on Starling Marte. When we talk about lefties versus Luis Chassin, Marte is getting it done too. 26 points yesterday. Averaged over 8 in his last 10. He's always overlooked. A good way to kind of... Really mix up your Pittsburgh stack in that situation. Uh, Brian Reynolds at 48, another good piece of Pittsburgh stack. Uh, you got Ian Desmond and David Dahl and Coors. 
Shohei Otani, like him a lot tonight. 4,700 went deep yesterday. Good spot versus Mike Fires this evening. Uh, C. Dick went deep yesterday. He's 46. Maybe he's going to get it going. Chasin can help with that. I got Kiki Hernandez went deep yesterday. He's 46. That's a nice cheaper piece of Coors. Uh, a few other ones to take a peek at, like Yasiel Puig in a GPP only. Mentioned McNeil earlier. Scott Kingery, Garrett Cooper talked about them briefly. Jay Bruce as well. Uh, if you want to get weird with the Mets, Conforto versus Soroka is only 43 if you're playing GPPs. Randall Ray is only 43 in a GPP as well. We know how that story usually goes. Uh, some cheaper options as you keep sliding and down. Matt Beatty at 42. Talked about him already. Uh, Willie Calhoun's only 41 versus Chirinos. A little bit cheaper guy to look at. Like Jason Hayward, Kyle Schwarber, especially at 41 versus Sonny Gray. If you're fading Sonny Gray in that ballpark, you look at Schwarber, you look at Hayward. Uh, Victor Robles went deep again yesterday, 4100 bucks tonight. Averaging nine points over his last 10 against Daniel Norris. Good little piece of value there. We get the 4K and below now. Uh, I mentioned Brian Anderson already at 4K for the Miami Marlins. Cole Calhoun's only 4K versus Fires. Calhoun went deep yesterday. Definitely put him back in play tonight. Uh, it's going to be a lot of options, right? Mel Lariano went deep yesterday. He's 3900 for the A's. Jorge Soler at 38 is a good value. Uh, Manny Margot's been stealing a ton of bags lately. He's 3800 You got Crush Davis, only 38 for the A's versus uh, the Angels. Some cheapies for you there. Randall Gritchick, only 37 versus Duffy in a GPP. I can definitely see that as an option. Same with Alex Dickerson of the Gigantes and Yastrzemski at 37. Teoscar Hernandez at 36. Good value play there. So you definitely have options down here depending on how you want to build your lineup. And the one guy I forgot to mention at shortstop if you're punting. Let me find his price tag for you. I mentioned him briefly on Quick Hits yesterday on that shit show that that was uh, Miguel Rojas, $3,300. Put up uh, 31 points last night. I was looking him up for a bench with Bubba. He's been very good of late. 31, 2, 10, 10, 2, 3, 12, 10, 9. For 3300 bucks. really good spot there versus Vinny V, likely leading off for the Marlins. Someone to keep in mind there if you're punting the position. All right, recapping your pitching real quick. Up top, Berrios, Clevenger, Lynn, DeGrom, Kelly. In the middle, Miley, Sanchez, Gray. Down below, Means, Eliezer, Hernandez. And then the trio of Waka, Norris, Chassin, which is oh so ugly. All right, if you're stacking them up, the Twins are a really good play. You got Fulmer opening with Nicolino, the lefty, coming in afterwards, which means CJ Cron, Nelson Cruz will be sneaky nice because some people won't notice that a lefty's coming in afterwards. Kepler hits lefties just fine. Polanco's a switch hitter. Lots to like there with Minnesota per usual. Uh, Houston one of these days, but I'll, I'll be with Minnesota. Um, the Dodgers obviously in a great spot there. Milwaukee could hopefully be the night they wake up. Washington's a good play versus Norris. Um, I, think, I think Toronto's a nice low-owned play against Danny Duffy. Lefty's 362, righty's 361. I think Pittsburgh's a really good one versus Jalice Chassin. Uh, so some good looks for you there. There's a ton of different ways to go on a slate like this. You can really mix and match, but just kind of some of the obvious ones for me right now. Kansas City, Pittsburgh, Toronto, uh, the Dodgers, Milwaukee, Minnesota. Some of those you can make yourself really different with the rest of the pack. BVP on this slate as we get her done for the weekend. Uh, hopefully we have some good ones here. Yoan Camargo, 7 for 21, double on a homer off of DeGrom. Donaldson's taking him deep twice. Freddie Freeman's taking him deep three times. Flowers once. Marquecas twice. They're hitting 244 as a team, but a little bit of pop there versus Jacob DeGrom for the Braves. Um 
Brian Dozier, I forgot to mention him with the lefty Norris on the mound. Dozier's a nice, cheap second baseman, 3 for 11, double and a homer off Daniel Norris. Someone to keep in mind when you go through that. Uh, the Marlins, JT Riddle will be a nice, cheap shortstop. He's 3 for 8 with a double and a homer off Velasquez. Brian Anderson's taking him deep as well. Travis Shaw's back in the minors. I don't care about your BVP. You can take that one and shove it. Starling Marte, 7 for 25, two doubles and a triple. Bell's taken. Um, Chassin deep. Dickerson's taken him deep twice. James McCann, 5 for 11, two doubles, two homers off Barrios. Uh, a few other ones here. Nolan Arenado. Well, Ryu, different Ryu this year, but Arenado, 12 for 30, or 12 for 21, three doubles and three homers. Blackman, 8 for 21, or 27, three doubles and a homer as well. Interesting stuff there. Mike Trout, 9 for 24, four doubles, three home runs off Mike Fires if you needed any more convincing. Uh, Luke Roy's taking him deep. Cole Calhoun, 9 for 28, three doubles and a homer. Pull holes, two homers off Fires. Yeah, that's a good spot with the Halos. Very good spot with the Halos uh, against Fires. And then other than that, not much to talk about. So that'll do it. Friday, quick hits, 14-gamer in the books. A little longer than normal, but a lot to talk about on this slate, especially after yesterday's just abysmal baseball action. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. Don't forget London Series, Braves, Yankees over the weekend. Good stuff there. I'll be back with you on Monday. Lots of fun stuff to chat about, but uh, it'll be a good one. I hope everybody has a good night tonight, does well. If you want to get in the FSD Slack chat, just hit us up on Twitter at FantasyDGens. Send us a DM. Let us know what you want to do there. Otherwise, join the quantage.com promo code Bubba. Get you what you need over there. Get you all signed up. Get you all taken care of. But until next time, this was MLB DFS Quick It's your Friday, June 28th edition. I'm out.